attempt to adjust your radio there is nothing wrong we have taken control as to bring you this special show we will return it to you as soon as you are grooving welcome to virtuous optimist podcast also known as vo home of the soul sisters dealers of righteousness and soul tunes coming to you is part two of episode nine just mid city ab mellow hip-hop edition with mid city ab himself so kick back, dig, while we do it to you in your eardrums. And me, I'm known as Chaz. 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 Just Mid-City AB. Tell the people about your education and what you went to school for, what, what your your background is as far as like education and um, what, you, what you do now. I went to UL Lafayette. My major was film. It was called Moving Image Arts. So it was basically everything. Film, animation, photography, everything under that umbrella. I minored okay. in visual arts. It's like the other side of art, like um, a new media and graphic design and painting and writing. Not writing, but drawing and photography, you know, things of that nature. I also minored in, I can't even remember what I minored in, broadcasting. So that's like television, things of that nature. Are you working in that field now? Like my job, it got nothing to do with any of that stuff I graduated in. You know, that's how that's how the world yeah. is right now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If I want to, though, I can get in television. I'm just not ready yet. That's the thing about television versus film. Mm-hmm. I could go get a film job right now if I want to. I'll probably work on a film for like a month and then that's it. And I go look right. another job. Tell okay. If I go to work at a news station, that's it. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to work at that news station for the next 10 years. Real talk. <laughs> like you get locked in. You hear me? Hell yeah. I knew I wasn't going to get into TV until I knew what I wanted to do. I might dibble dabble in that like in my 30s maybe. I don't know. Okay. It's a train? Yeah, I live like two blocks from the... Uh, Dang, train, we, got, we got a whole train in the background. I can hear <laughs> <get> it. <laughs> and I got the door closed, too. That's how loud it is. Dang. Really need to 
chill on Cause you're only gonna hurt like Trying to share your love with Cause love is only meant for Be careful who you'll be with Better yeah. at Howard Lived in the towers, same floor that I was, which did allow us to sit and talk for hours in between dealings and all this unveiling. Clearly there was feeling. Tell me, what's your what's your creative process like? What it start from? Sometimes, like I start writing on a song without even having a beat on. Like I have a concept already. Mm-hmm. Other times, it's really a beat. Yeah, it really depends on where the beat takes me. Sometimes the beat might take me in a real storytelling mode. Sometimes the beat might just, you know, have me on the, I feel like flexing right fast. I'm hitting these bars off.
I really take pride in storytelling, you know. Yes, yeah. The only thing different about when, I, when I'm storytelling in a song and when I'm storytelling, you know, in a book, is like the rap song, it got a rhyme, is it? And I think that's even more of a challenge. I like that. Like, all right, I could tell the same story that I wrote in this book, but now I just got to make it rhyme, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. Africa. That got Africa written all over it, like just storytelling stuff, you know. That's what we yeah. do with black people. Yeah, man, I love it. Like, your storytelling is, like, it's so vivid. You listen to people like Juvenile, he was, like, just a dope storyteller. Yeah. You listen to his old stuff, he really have you, like, envisioning everything. Like, when I close my eyes listen to Juvie, like, I feel myself somewhere in some courtway in a magnolia. I see something go down. Mama bought us a house to keep our family secure. Living good on the ranch in the middle of woods. I understood at a young age, my power was straight. Seen him slit a nigga throat and she went up in the face. He beat murder case after case. He wasn't touchable, but he had a right hand man. It was trustable, undercover slow. He made deal under the table, working for the feds. Round my people wearing the cable. My daddy got busted, so he got love with the dope. All that shit got repossessed, and I found him a flat book. Ooh, back inside the project this summer, I hated it both. Developed my hunting skills from Joey in Black Zoo. Then I got to the point that I wouldn't smoke no more. But this nigga just don't know Swear to God I ain't body But this nigga just don't know I got a few under my belt And I'm gonna make him one more He just dope Like he one of the main people Who inspired me Probably storytelling wise Man so as far as like influences you, So you just mentioned Juvenile Who else would you say Influences you in rap? I got different points in my life where I had rappers who really impacted me So it's hard to see all the time You know what I'm saying? But when I first started rapping the main three people who was inspiring me at that time probably was Murs. From me, he's from Cali. He's from LA. I actually heard a song by Murs today. It was called like Silly Girl or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Making me wait was the way to get me hooked. Now, fellas, we all know the oldest trick in the book. What you do, you wait around, wait until she breaks down. One day at the crib, she gon' let you break ground. Soon found out she was so real with it. One year, no love, man. Who would deal with it? Me, I fell for it. Romance and financing. A couple years back, I would have told you there was no chance in hell. But oh well, here I was. That's how it be when you're falling in. Words, well, little brother. That's not one rapper, that's a group, but you know. Hey, man, peace and love to you for that put on. You put me on. Indeed, I have to, I have to, you know, and there's not too many people who can really, you know, vibe with little brother. You was one of the main people who was like, yes. You know, clean cut, soft-spoken, well-dressed, dipped out, straight chillin' when I'm in the club, yo. Sippin' the Sprite with the ill lemon mixed in it, sippin' on it, I was just chillin' till I saw you. That's when my heart stopped, knees gave, head sweatin', jaws locked, I was sweatin', you like, goddamn, girl. You got a nigga goin' fuck wild, mesmerized, starstruck, I was thinkin' maybe we can go out. Like to the movies or the Applebee's, blockbuster, state fair, but you looked at me and said, fuck that. You just a herd with no money and no Jeep and no con. When I thought the little brother had a record deal Okay, I see where you're going now Wanna sweat a nigga when you think he got a cash advance And some personal time But fuck that, I got your head still bobbing in my personal Yes Merge, little brother, who else? I'm going to say Odyssey Okay He dope with the storytelling too Yes, yeah, he very dope with storytelling Yeah the first time I heard of Odyssey, I used to buy a lot of CDs growing up. Mm-hmm. It's like nine, ten-year-old kid walking into the you know album store in New Orleans. What's the record store called? It was Peach's Record in the Seven Ward or in Gentilly. 
and the other one was Tower Records in the French Quarter. So I'm nine years old walking into that thing. I'm about to ask for, you know, 50 Cent or Jaquan or Chingy or somebody. I'm like, yeah, yeah yo, give me that um that Tribe Called Quest of uh, People's <laughs> Instinctive Travels. They're like, hold on, hold on. Everybody <laughs> else in the studio walk up to me like, little boy. <laughs> Look, boy, what you know about that? Yeah. Like, I go to running it. They like, whoa. You know, and I was that kid. You know, I was a hip-hop head, you know, yeah. nine years old. So I was that dude. And the first time I heard of Odyssey was on DJ Jazzy Jeff's uh, album, The Magnificent. I never heard it. I'm going to have to peep that. I'm going to send it to you. Oh. He had a track called Music Lounge on now. Like what you hear, but brace the jam. Everybody in the spot, just wave your hands. Yeah. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your sound. Stand up and get live and just move around. You are now in tune to the music lounge. And your host is the brother with the groove sound. Yeah. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sound. Stand up and get live and just move around. You are now in tune to the music lounge. And your host is the brother with the groove sound. Can I get a mic check? Five, six. I'm like the news, always gotta bring the lies. To inquire band, people inspire band. Feeling down, I'm here to make you feel alive again. Get your soul moving, this hip is a soul movement. Bodies are shrining, you up for home improvement. Feel with me, relax back and chill with me. I put my feelings on this paper, so get real with me. Don't leave me hanging, five on the black side. I'm all about soul music and black pride. What else is it? I'm glad y'all came to visit. You really in for a treat, cause the flow exquisite. See yourself, but better yet, you gotta hear it. Not with your ears though, but your spirit. That whole album just is crazy. That I can't explain to you the impact that album had on my life. That was like one of the only CDs I actually saved during Hurricane Katrina. Cause I remember seeing it underwater when when the water started, you know, rising into my house. Like when I listen to that album still, I just think about my life before Katrina, you know? Yeah. That was the first time I heard of Odyssey, and I was so young, and I lost the CD. I forgot, I completely forgot about it until like 2009 or 2010 when I started listening to Little Brother, mm-hmm. and I heard, um, you know, these songs Little Brother did with Odyssey, and I went to my research. I was like, hold on, I've been listening to them. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to Little Brother. I've been listening to Odyssey <laughs> since I was little, so I'm so proud of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always was a student, you know. You got to be a student of the game before you play the game. Exactly. really talk about your video the history video that was like the dopest thing ever so it's the one where you're pretty much like in an abandoned school yeah all right yeah i'm like how did they how do they have access to an abandoned school 
They got a bunch of those in New Orleans. Like Yay! Katrina, they got a bunch of schools just sitting all over the city, just abandoned. Like, wow. like real talk, if you walk into them right now, you look on a chalkboard and the, the date, it says August 25th, 2005, still to this day. Wow. Real spooky stuff, you know? But like, yeah, we just walked in one of them. I think that was in the night walk. We walked back there and we shot that. Me and Nick, I do Nick, I ain't seen him in a minute. We shot that. He made that come alive. And then you was just teaching your ass off. I was like, this is awesome. I love it. I love it. So, and then the asthma video. So you, you kind of did like an old Takeda. Your rendition of the, the hard part one video with the uh, Miami, um, the most deaf uh, s- sample. I can dig it. I can dig it. So it seems like at that time as well, you were, you were uh, like digging on K-Dot. He was one of the main people who, um, like, really inspired me to start rapping. Like, if I could go back and, like, name them three rappers who really inspired me, well, no, nah, I wouldn't change it. <laughs> He'd be, like, an honorable mention, even though he was, like, like all right, Murs, Odyssey, Little Brother, people like that. They was, like, mm-hmm. who I was listening to before I started rapping. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you hear them in my rap. But Kendrick was like the person who I was listening to who made me feel like, yeah, I'm about to start rapping. Okay. His early stuff was really like, he really, you know, gave you that sense of urgency. Like it was now or never. And the ghost of James Tap Jr. So some more storytelling. <laughs> yep. More storytelling. And then the video is pretty much that, that type of type of video and song and concept. It's like I'm at war with myself. Yeah, that was like an idea I had been had for a long time. You know, just a video like that where the protagonist, I guess, at the end, he ends up killing himself, but not in a literal sense. Shout out Dopest Nerds. They shot it with me. So, yeah. When I look at the videos that you used to that you put out like in the past they're different from the videos that you put out these days because like these days it it just seems like you kind of just vibing but back in the like back then it was like the videos had concept yeah and i'm about to get back into that you know after i graduated from college i really wasn't i ain't been having the time to you know really sit down come up with a concept and go shoot it i'm about to get more into that this year yeah throw your assistant up in the videos never really see any like love interests or like girls being your love interest in the in the videos like that do for love video that would have been the perfect one throw you a little you know a little yeah no. mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm ignorant though so i don't that'll never be coming up i should do something like that though you gotta do something for the sisters man you got because sisters want to see that like, A.B., why I never see you with somebody? Because everybody just won't look cute with somebody. He's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> for real. I put two and two together. Do for love. That we wouldn't be forever, ever. I put two and two together. And I realized that we wouldn't be what you want to do. Do for love. There is no such thing. It's all made up. You don't believe in love? Like, it's all made up. <laughs> it might have been how I was feeling when I wrote it. <laughs> of course, I believe. Okay, cool, cool. Good to know. Yeah. Let's talk about Disturbing the War. So, you released a Disturbing the War, and then you released another project, I would say, and I think that one was like a Disturbing the War. It was like a part two, and then now you have an EP that's Disturbing the War with like, like those songs compiled. 
like a few of them. So tell me, tell me what's going on. At first, the seven of the I dropped, that was just like a, when I was in college, I wasn't really recording that much. Mm-hmm. So um, once I graduated, it was like, all right, boom, back to business. I think, like, everybody was trying to get me to stay at school the night of graduation. They were trying to get me to stay in Lafayette and go to the club. I was like, nah, La Pana, and I just left, went back to the city. Mm-hmm. The night after I graduated, I was in the studio, you know, and I recorded that whole tape or the majority of that first Disturbing the War tape that Saturday night because I dropped it like a week and a half, two weeks after I graduated. Yeah, that's okay. the first one. Long story short, you the truth. I don't care if I can shut down with your fine ass. I ain't never mad. Until I die, I'm going to walk down. I'm going to walk down, walk down, walk down, walk down. I'm going to walk down, walk down, walk down, walk down. I'm going to walk down. She must stick. Turn up, walk down. She so walk down. Tell me about walk down. That was just me having fun, man. I was just, you know, you need that sometimes. Every song, you know, I can't be sitting in a dark room introspecting, thinking about life and whatnot. <laughs> you know, some songs right. I really just gotta, yeah, like ABC one two three. Some songs I just gotta have fun, just you know. And just vibe, not think. Yeah, yeah, like some some stuff, you know, you could chant to. Uh, disturbing the war two. I dropped that. A year after Disturbing the War One, because I dropped a tape before that. Um, me and Gene at Mississippi Revolution. I dropped that in the summer after Disturbing the War One. Yeah, Disturbing the War Two came out December 2016, and that was I was trying to lean more towards original beats, you know, because the first Disturbing the War, I think I might have only had like one original beat on that one. Okay. Yeah, that was me trying to, you know, get my singles popping, you know. Yeah. The EP that I put on iTunes. Mm-hmm. That was basically a collection of all the original songs I had on Disturbing the War 1 and Disturbing the War 2. That was all original beats. Got it. Get official with it. Everybody kept asking why I ain't had nothing on Tidal and Spotify. I was like, you know what? Let them have it. No problem. Yes. And I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. The ABC 123 beat. The bass line in that beat. Like, who made that beat? As a Levi Clutch. He dope. He's super dope. Like, I've noticed, like, everything that he produced was super, super dope. Yeah, that's one thing he actually, like you just said, he pointed that out to me. I didn't even realize it at first. But um, he said, I noticed you like my beats with the bass line. And I'm like, damn, you're right. You know, yeah. I didn't even know that at first. So, like, a lot of the beats he sent me, the ones I pick and I usually rap to, is the ones where he got that, that low, that, you know, that real, I don't know something about it. Like, I guess it's... That bottom bass. Yeah, that bottom bass. I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. Check. Hey, they got us down bad. So tell me, is you about change? Blame it on yourself. Or do you know this shit a game? This shit a maze? Man, you know that. You ain't sleep. A black panther. You ain't no motherfucking sheep. Taxes, they take too much out my check. I'm from the ghetto. Down the street from the project. You got a brother or a sister. More than one. They still living. Or did you lose them to the gun? You hold them down. You close your eyes. You see them smile. Man, they ain't dead. They still Sick. Yeah, and I had been, I had that beat for years before I wrote to it. Yeah? Yeah, I got to tell producers that, like, they'll send me a beat 2016, I might not rap to it till this year, and they'll be like, dude, I stopped making beats since then, you made me want to start, you know, making beats again, I'm like, yeah, like, I hate when, you know, producers send me something, and, and then they hit me up a week later, like, yeah, you wrote something to it? Like, no, right. I haven't. <laughs> Levi might have sent me that. Like, matter of fact, he wrote, he sent me that before I even wrote, I even dropped Letter to New Orleans. 
So that's how old that beat was. And I finally spit something to it and put it on the EP. So yeah, that's how it go, man. And shout out to T, T Picasso. Shout out to T. <laughs>
Yeah, he's from the city of Bank Street. Who had the idea of this joint project? Me. I always wanted to do a tape with him. It's way, way back in the gap, but you know, I was in school, so we never had the time to do it. And plus, we was broke, so we ain't had no money for studio time. Right. But not no damn mixtape. So <laughs> we ain't make it happen until I came back home and we had a little change in our pocket. Okay. Dope, dope. So, so, so. That was like the last song. Um, all right, that song, Old as Hell. Mm-hmm. Me and Gene did that like 2011. Okay. We re-recorded it. Got it. So Gene, I was like, yo, we got to re-record this and add this on because I felt like it would put a nice touch on to the tape, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad we did it. But my mind seems to open as the minutes go And I realize things I never ever knew before Don't get me wrong, I get tempted by these rich fellas that rap And if I make it, I can make my ex jealous Sometimes I want to spend cash on a range But what good it make if my city ain't changed I don't want to cause a scene up in traffic and This one was pretty much, it was it was almost kind of like a letter to New Orleans But it was like uh, more modern Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, actually. Yo, everybody's going retro, right? Yeah. And I was thinking, if the 60s and 70s were now, Isaac Hayes would have his own 900 number. I know, and MC Hammer would have been a pimp, right? Uh-huh. Yo, and Jimmy? Jimmy would have dug us, right? Chores, float up to the stars. Planets is a spot about six blocks east of Mars. Air sold kicks and crushed velvet hats. Hanging off the ad with the beautiful snaps. Riding the crest with the blessed give a yes. Planets kinda funky as if you hadn't guessed. Placebo's getting blocked. Funky joints get rocked. Java's not found. We flop from the flesh. Weather Jeep a lack. Peek it as you bend it and float to them raps. Butterflies, planets with a jam, eight tracks. From the naughty tops with the twist and plaques. Look beneath my hat. So, uh, who's your favorite band? I'm going to say uh, Earth, Wind & Fire because they just had such an um, impact on me growing up. Like, I really grew up on their music. Mm-hmm. My dad used to play them in the car a lot. Earth, Wind & Fire can't let go. They got me through some stuff. Um, <laughs> there are some troubling times in my life still. Pulse was there. They got yeah. some songs I, I barely listen to from Still Pulse. My favorite songs, but I barely listen to them because I might get emotional. Really? Mm-hmm. In high school, I used to try to hide that I was weird or hide that I was odd or hide type of music I was into that other people would be like, why are you listening to that, you know? Right. And then, like, around my 
junior slash senior years when I finally started saying, you know what? No, I don't like what y'all listen to. Right. And like, who was little brother? I'm going to show you who little brother is. <laughs> right. Who was Murs? I'm, I'm about to show you who Murs is, you know? Yeah. Like, who was all that? You know, who was still Pulse? Why they, why they hell like that? I'm about to show you why, you know? Yeah, But that's yeah. what it was. Like, I was always the cool weirdo. Mm-hmm. It's like I started embracing the fact that I was weird. And that's what it takes. It takes you coming of age to really learn who you are and appreciate who you are. And it's like you either take it or leave it, you know? Facts. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, around that time, I, I cared about if people liked me or not. And it's like, at that point, I started saying, you know what? I ain't meant for everybody. Right. We got some people who really can't can't get with me and I can't get with them. But down the line, they might mature or like, you know, go through something in life where they like have a different view on who I am. Right. So if it happened like that, it happened like that, you know, but I stopped sweating it. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, so next up we have Toonie's Show Your Naked Skills freestyle segment featuring Mid-City AB. AB gonna kick a cool, mellow, hip-hop freestyle for you. Show your naked skills. Trying to stay optimistic, but I barely got five the pissing. Barely got five the pissing while he over there chewing on the box of chicken. Sipping champagne round Bill Sippers. Bitch, you can't do that round real niggas. I was thinking about that today, actually. That's funny. Like, they got two type of leaders, I guess. They got the people who want to lead, but they don't know what they're doing. They don't know, you know, they don't even know why they want to lead. They just want to be the person in charge. Then they got people who would make a good leader if people actually shut up and listen to them. Right. 
I think I'm the latter. You feel me? Cause like I'm one of them people who I be sitting in a room full of people, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody be talking, and I be like, oh my god, they're so wrong. Oh my god, they sound stupid. <laughs> but I won't say nothing, you know? Right. And like sometimes I open my mouth and actually, you know, try to tell them the real, and they might listen and it might go good. And then other times I open my mouth and I regret it because they won't listen. You know? yeah. I've always been that type of person throughout my life. So yeah, that's what that line was. Like a lot of people want to teach and want to lead, but they don't want to do the knowledge first. They don't want to be a student first. They don't want to actually, they don't want to learn what it means to be a leader, you know? Like, to be a leader, you got to be really empathetic. You got to know when to talk and when to listen, you know, when to be aggressive and when to be soft. And a a lot of people don't have that, you know? And, like, the alpha male stuff is, like, you know, the loudest person in the room, the weakest, you know? That's what it was. I used to think I wasn't alpha male because I wasn't the one, the rah, 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 and, you know, yeah, go fight. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, I thought, but that was a stereotype of what an alpha was. Right. So, yeah, I had to do the knowledge and really introspect on that. And then the line before that was everybody gather around like you a voodoo priest. <laughs> like they listening to you. Like they really want to know what you say, what you have to say. Because they know that you're intelligent. And as far as they know, you won't leave them wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real talk. I think it's the last song I dropped a few months back, produced by Calamity. My dude, shout out, called Dr. Mary's Monkey. R.I.P. Dr. Mary. We could get into that after this. So yeah, let's run it. Just this week, 20 bodies on a stretcher. Keep a cool head, cause my city hot. Fuck the weather, bitch, I'm talking about my city blocks. Even in tropical storms, homie, the streets ain't calm. Might get killed for looking, dog, and you ain't mean no harm. Like, hold up, homie, I ain't even mean, mean no harm, homie. I just wanted to do a song, homie. In my city, they ain't just killing over dividends. They be riding around beefing with their childhood friends. Over nothing, honestly. Not money, not drugs. Niggas so broke, ain't even popping in a club. And your calamity, when I'm on other people beats, I'm a little throwed off, but this right here is insanity. Profenazine couldn't handle me. When I get killed, Frankman, y'all would be scared to examine me. Because he know my murder was conspiracy. Not because some uptown niggas wasn't feeling me. Not because some downtown niggas who went to Kennedy was ignorant. They did me like J.F. Kennedy. I'm ignorant enough to survive through these streets. You might talk a lot, but now nah, love, you don't teach. You might raise your voice, but now nah, love, you don't preach. The people is what you don't reach. You full of shit, but when I come through, seem like the doo-doo cease. Everybody gather around like I'm a voodoo priest. Used to think I was an alpha male, cause I ain't wanna lead till I realized the alpha males never wanna read. You ain't alpha just cause you a alpha or a cute dog. Bitch, I'm like Willie Moscano with a cue ball. He the best in the city, they ain't even true, dog. Every time I try to bump his shit, I get blue balls. I can't fuck with it. Got yes men in your crew, dog. The OGs co-sign you, yeah, whoop they do, dog. Zappity zoom, zippity do die. In the Congo, they be singing A B boom by yay. I'm wise like an old head with a Heineken. Under the bridge on fat Tuesday, singing Una Nate. I judge off how you treat those who can't feed you. You turn vegan, now you think you better than people. Started looking down on your family like you know more than them. Cause they eat ham and cheese, poor boys. This nigga got the nerve to eat pita bread and hummus. But with credit cards, he a bigger scammer than Columbus. Caught up in the optics, fuck the trending topics on your way to Africa. Don't get caught up in the tropics, you caught up in the optics. Fuck the trending topics on your way to Africa. Don't get caught up in the tropics. Yeah, don't get caught up in the tropics, your way to Africa. Don't get caught up in the optics, caught up in the, you caught up in the optics, 
Don't get caught up in the tropics. You know I be rocking, cut off stocking. You know I be rocking, cut off stocking. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, Dr. Mary, tell me about her. Dr. Mary, um, bunch of conspiracies, man. So. Dr. Mary, she was a, a doctor mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and she was doing some research on cancer. And it had something to do with um, monkeys, you know, things like that as test subjects. One night, the New Orleans police found her in her apartment. She was incinerated. You know, she had some type of incinerator machine, if y'all know what that is. She, she basically got burned to death, and, like, parts of her body, it had turned into, like, it wasn't even there anymore. But um, mm-hmm. when they did the research on the stuff that she was, you know, researching, they tied it into, like, assassination of John F. Kennedy, you know, the CIA, you know, s- certain things that they were funding and certain researches that they were funding. And uh, eventually it tied into stuff like HIV and how that got spread, you know. So, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of stuff into it. Um, and Dr. Mary's Monkey, that's actually the title of the book on Dr. Mary's life. Yeah, y'all could Google search that, you know, and get it and just, you know, do your researches on the whole JFK New Orleans tie. Because the person who was accused of killing JFK was from New Orleans, Lee Harvey Oswald. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a bunch of connections. And I think Miss Mary actually knew Lee Harvey Oswald. And the plot thickens. Like that. I didn't read the book in a minute, but yeah. And and that's another thing. You read a lot. Yeah, I read a lot. <laughs> I told you, I was like, I think I, I was like, I don't read that much, but I love that you read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like my best friend books, man. That's oh, awesome. I know everything. Tell me about Fomili. Tell me about that. Man, me and my partners, we just had so many names for what we called ourselves throughout the year. Yeah. That was just another name. I know it was like a play on words. It was really familiar, you know, because uh. that's what we really is. People ask me, you know, who your best friends is? I'm like, I really don't have none. I got brothers. As yeah. cliche as that sounds, like, we really family. Like, right. You know, like, that's really how we is. You know, so yeah, that's what it was. Familiar is familiar. Like y'all really, y'all really are like brothers. That and that's that's dope to uh, to see. The shoulders of my team, I'll be falling on them, providing support to help the pain go away and helping me to see the light, like so a taste standing by me. That's all I really need to satisfy me. This is my piece, so Tell the people how they can find you and how they can find your art. Right, um, uh, Mid City AB on everything relevant m-i-d-c-i-t-y-a-b instagram twitter um go on youtube just type in mid city a-b m-i-d-c-i-t-y-a-b on youtube soundcloud itunes all that everything on know you dig and on my vimeo yeah i'm about to be working on some films too so y'all just be looking out for them trailers i put on you on uh instagram follow me on that I was working the servant in Nautica. I 
get hot till I'm higher than mercury. Fuck around, teach you that recipe. Fuck around, you gon' be out of here. Make it say hunt like a nigga with jewelry. Soon as that work hit the city, we move it. Post up and honest and shoot us. This has been another dope, 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 dope episode of Virtuous Optimist. You feel me? Today's special guest was Mid City AB. You feel me? Stay tuned next time for another episode, the 10th episode, whatever Chad's got going on next. I don't know what it is. She real secretive, you heard me, but I know it's going to be official. You dig? So stay tuned next time for First You Was Optimist Podcast. You dig? We out. Yo, what happened to peace? Peace and love. Give thanks.